What is the career path for a Scrum Master? Is Scrum Master an entry-level job and one of the lowest pay grades in the company? If you want to know several different career paths for Scrum Master, stick around folks because in today's episode, we will talk about it right after this one. What's happening awesome Scrum Masters? Are you ready for another food for thought to improve your Scrum Mastery? The journey towards becoming a Scrum Master is challenging but rewarding. Today's podcast is brought to you by a Scrum.org professional Scrum trainer and a co-active coach with over 15 years experience inspiring and enabling aspiring Scrum Masters like you. So buckle up and get ready. From Brisbane, Australia, here's your host, Joshua Partogi. Hey, what's good this week, awesome people? I hope you're well and keeping safe. If you're watching to today's episode on YouTube, I would like to let you know that today's episode is also available as an audio-only version on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. We are now on episode 14 for the Think and Act Like a Scrum Master podcast, folks. It is currently Sunday, the 20th of March, 2022. Brisbane is now in a much better situation than when I recorded the previous episode, folks. It's bright and sunny outside. It's an awesome day to go out. No more flood. It's time to go out. But uh, what am I doing here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon recording a podcast? Anyway, folks, I'm glad to do this for you. In today's episode, we will talk about the career paths for Scrum Master. The reason why I want to talk about Scrum Master career paths in today's episode because I've met so many people who are interested in making a career as a Scrum Master, and I've been getting a lot of questions from these people about the career path for a Scrum Master. Many of them would like to know, what does the future look like if they're going to invest in and make a career as a Scrum Master? Now, I've also met some people who feel that the career path for Scrum Master is not that interesting, because when they look at the whole corporate ladder, they cannot see how the Scrum Master can go to the highest rank in the whole corporate hierarchy. I've also seen some companies who made Scrum Master as a job title, and sometimes in these companies, the Scrum Master is made as the lowest pay grades in the whole company, and only filled by people who are fresh out of college. Now, let me explain here. I'm not saying that someone who is fresh out of college cannot be an awesome Scrum Master. The point I want to make across is we should not have a perception that Scrum Master is one of the lowest pay grades in the whole corporate structure and should only be filled by someone who is new to the industry. In fact, if a company has that kind of perception about Scrum Master, people in the company may be questioning how can someone who is supposed to be the master is held by someone who is new to the industry. So folks, in today's episode, I would like to encourage you to have a different perspective about career path in general, and more specifically about career path for Scrum Master. Now, as you have already know, Scrum Master is not a job title. It was never intended to be, and I also personally think it shouldn't be. Now, as you already know, Scrum Master is one of the accountabilities in Scrum. So for example, you may have a job title in the company as People Operations Manager, but if you are the one accountable for the Scrum team's effectiveness and also accountable to ensure that people understand Scrum according to Scrum Guide, then you're the Scrum Master. Now, I've already made a video about the accountability of a Scrum Master. If you haven't already watched that video, go search it up on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel name is Scrum Master in Black. Besides accountability, and this is my personal opinion, folks, 
I think Scrum Master is also an attitude, an attitude of leading by using evidence or empirical data. Because when we read the Scrum Guide, Scrum is all about empiricism. So the Scrum Master is a leader who doesn't make decisions based on assumptions. Now, besides leading by using evidence or empirical data, Scrum Master is also an attitude of leading by serving and leading by being an example rather than using authority or power or force. And the Scrum Master wears eight different hats when leading people in the company. Now, I've also already made a video on this topic. Go search it up on my channel. The title for the video is The Eight Hats the Scrum Master Wears. Now, when we have this view about the Scrum Master, regardless of your job position in the company, I think you will be a respectable leader if you wear these eight hats whenever you lead people in the company. All right, folks, now that we have a shared understanding that Scrum Master is not a job title, I would like you to see career paths in general from a different perspective. I would like you to move away from that traditional view on career path where career path is a linear vertical path where the only way for you to move up is to go to the top in the highest corporate hierarchy. I know this might be challenging to digest for some people, especially if we have only worked at a company that have that linear vertical career path and does not have any other model. When talking about career paths in this era, from 2022 and beyond, I think we should no longer see career paths as something linear and only goes up vertically. And I also personally think that we as individuals are the ones responsible to define our own career path rather than relying on our employer or the human resources department or the people operations department to define the career paths for us. In today's episode, I will share four possible scenarios. All of it is based on my personal experience and observation just to give you an insight and a new perspective about the career path for a Scrum Master. And of course, folks, there are many other possible scenarios beyond the four paths I will share with you today. My experience does not define the universal truth. Now, folks, if you're watching today's episode on YouTube, go down to the comment section down below and leave a comment in the comment section. If you have experienced other scenarios beyond the four scenarios, I will share with you today. So not only that I will learn from you, but all of us as a community can learn from each other. All right, folks. Let's start with the first scenario. And this first scenario is what I call as the structural path inside the current company you work. This is the path that will take you to the top of the corporate ladder. So let's introduce a character to describe this first path. Let's call this character Joe. So Joe works at Acme Corporation. Joe started working in this company from an entry level position as a software engineer in the product development department. As a software engineer, Joe thinks the way people develop products can be improved. As time proceeds, Joe is promoted to be the development manager. He acts as a scrum master for the scrum teams in the product development department, even though there's no formal job title called the scrum master that is acknowledged by Acme Corporation. As time progresses, because of Joe's leadership style, he's promoted by the management to be the vice president of engineering. Joe's job title has changed, but he still acts as a scrum master. He still wears the eight scrum master hats. He uses the mentoring and coaching hat a lot to develop more people in the company to lead like a scrum master. Now, rather than only focusing on the scrum teams under the product development department, Joe broadened his influence across the company. 
As time progresses, Joe is appointed by the board of directors to be the chief information officer. Now, many people in the company already lead like a scrum master because Joe has given coaching and mentoring to many people in the company. Now, as the CIO at Acme Corporation, with Joe's authority at the senior leadership level, he mentors and coaches his peers at the senior leadership team so they can also lead the company like a scrum master. Besides coaching and mentoring, Joe also used the Point North hat and the facilitator hat whenever the senior leadership team needs to make decisions. So as you have already heard, in this first path, you're moving up in the corporate hierarchy even though your job title has no Scrum or Agile label on it. You still bring the eight hats of the Scrum Master as you move up in the whole corporate hierarchy. In this path, outside of the Scrum team, you're still responsible for the functional tasks you need to accomplish. In this path, we see Scrum Master as an attitude or as a leadership style rather than as a professional job title. All right, folks, now let's look at the second scenario. The second scenario is what I call as the professional path in the current company you work. This may be an interesting path for those of you who do not have any aspirations to go higher up in the corporate hierarchy, but would like to go deep in your craft and mastery. You're more focused on spreading agility across the whole company horizontally rather than focused on moving up vertically. So let's bring another imaginary character to explain this second path. Meet Anna. She works at Huli Corporation. She started working at this company from an entry-level position in the People Operations Department. She noticed that how work is organized at Huli Corporation is unstructured. So Anna influenced her colleague in the People Operations Department to use Scrum with a one-week sprint to bring a structure in the way people collaborate together. From learning Scrum, Anna discovered professional coaching and took professional coach training. She found out that coaching was quite natural for her, not only because her background was in psychology, but also because she's a curious person. With the coaching knowledge she gained from professional coach training, she gave coaching sessions to some of her colleagues. Not only professional coach training, Anna also took professional facilitation training to deepen her skills in facilitation. With her knowledge in Scrum, coaching, and facilitation, she continues finding opportunities that can enhance the whole enterprise agility by influencing as many people as she possibly can. Her influence was noticed by the management and now her job title at Huli Corporation is Enterprise Agility Leader. Because of her influencing skills, there are quite a few scrum teams at Huli Corporation now. Within the scrum teams, she's the scrum master even though her job title in the company is not scrum master. When spreading her influence across Huli, Anna uses all of the eight Scrum Master hats. Besides using the coach and the facilitator hat, she also teaches and mentors other Scrum Masters in the company who are less experienced than her. She also uses the Uphold Scrum hat and the Point North hat to teach new recruits about the fundamentals of Scrum and the value behind Scrum values. She does not have any ambitions to go higher up in the whole corporate structure and is quite happy with where she is at. Even though Anna does not move up in the corporate hierarchy, the company rewards her for higher salary from time to time because of the impact she gives to the company. Anna is also well recognized by the company as an effective facilitator. In certain situations, outside of the context of Scrum, she often gets called by the senior leadership team or the other departments to facilitate their decision making or the brainstorming process. Her colleagues also love getting coaching sessions from her. 
the people operations manager often asks her to provide professional coaching sessions to certain individuals at Huli Corporation. So as you're hearing me right now, in the second scenario, you're going deep down in your mastery, but your job title may not necessarily change and your salary is not tied to your position in the company, but by your level of expertise. Think of a doctor who works at a hospital who may not necessarily go up in the hospital's organization hierarchy, but is becoming a specialist in certain medical aspects and paid accordingly to their level of expertise. Many law firms also have the professional career paths. Most companies I have worked with, though, do not have both the professional career paths along with the structural career paths. In my personal opinion, every company should have both the structural paths and the professional paths because not everyone in the company wants to move higher up in the whole corporate hierarchy. Now, let's talk about the third path. It's actually similar with the second path. Well, in fact, it's a branch of the second path. This is the career path that may lead you to go outside of the current company you work at. At one point, you may resign from your current company because you want to go deep down in mastery by running your own consulting company or your own coaching practice. Through your own company, you will provide services related to enterprise agility to many different clients. I personally think you should consider this path as an option that you list down on your career plan, especially if you prefer a more flexible type of work. I do acknowledge going down this path is not for everyone as being an independent consultant or a freelance scrum master means you will be dealing with many turbulence and uncertainties. For some people, that is not their cup of tea. Now, as I mentioned earlier, because scrum master is not a job title, therefore your job title on the business card may be enterprise agility consultant, for example. And during the engagement with your client, scrum may be one of the methods that you use in particular contexts to help your client improve its agility. Now let's hear about the fourth path. The fourth path is also a branch from the second and the third path, even though I do not see many people around me go down this path. There are some people around me who go down this path, but um, from what I have seen, there are only a few. I've seen some people like Anna who started as a scrum master within a company, then later on in their life journey, want to become an independent professional visual facilitator or an independent professional life coach. Now, the service they provide to their clients is not specifically facilitation or coaching that is related to Scrum or Enterprise Agility, but facilitation and coaching for a broader context for a more general audience. Now, some people go down this path because along the way, they find facilitation or coaching which are the two of the hats the Scrum Master wears, is more interesting than Scrum or Agile itself. They became very proficient in facilitation and coaching and want to run their own practice as a professional facilitator or as a professional life coach. So that is all from me today, folks. Those are the four career paths for a Scrum Master that I have seen so far. Hopefully today's episode has given you some insights or new perspectives or maybe even an inspiration that can help you design your own career journey as a Scrum Master. And bear in mind folks to broaden your perspective and see Scrum Master differently. Everyone has their own career journey. Do not limit the possibilities. 
Who knows, you may start as a scrum master at a company and may end up making a career as a stand-up comedian. Or maybe as a content creator. Alright folks, thanks for listening and watching to today's episode. I will talk to you again soon on my next episodes or on my regular videos on my YouTube channel. Now if you haven't subscribed to my audio-only podcast, my podcast name on Spotify, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, is think and act like a scrum master. And if today you're listening to the audio-only version podcast and haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you have subscribed. My YouTube channel name is Scrum Master in Black. Have a fantastic week, folks. Keep having the beginner's mind, stay curious, stay awesome, and never limit your possibilities. Bye now.